0: This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast is sponsored by Indiana American Water, providing quality water and wastewater services for more than 1.3 million residents across the state. With more than 135 years of experience in the industry, our team of dedicated professionals is ready to help you find customized solutions for your water and wastewater challenges. Reach out today to learn more at 317-995-995. Two four one zero, or visit us online at indianaamwater.com. Welcome to AIM Hometown Innovations podcast. This podcast is designed to offer insights, best practices and innovative solutions for the challenges facing Hoosier cities and towns. Each edition will offer ideas and inspiration while showcasing the talent and commitment of Indiana's local leaders. Enjoy the program. Hi, uh, welcome to AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast. I'm Jennifer Simmons with AIM, and I'm joined today by Yorktown Town Manager, Pete Olson. Pete, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, hello, Jennifer, how are you?
0: Doing great, thanks. Um, All right. So I know where Yorktown is because I'm a Delaware County girl. Right. So because oh, and because Yorktown has a pizza king, which I think is the true measure of a strong Hoosier small town is if you have a pizza king. Um, So that's why I know Yorktown. But for those who don't, where's Yorktown? um, And what do you tell people when you're giving them that elevator speech about Yorktown?
1: sure i you know yorktown is 45 minutes northeast of indianapolis uh we are a suburban community next to the city of muncie which is home of ball state university Uh, we've been a growing community here for the last uh, 20 some odd years and and i've been lucky enough to serve in the role of town manager for the last 12 or so so um it's a great community that is uh, has some really good things in addition to that Pizza King, although that Pizza King is really good also.
0: <laughs> That's right. That should be in all of your marketing brochures as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so development in Yorktown really has exploded in recent years. When I drive through there, it's very different from the Yorktown I knew growing up um let's talk first about the what I'd still say is the new town hall and then maybe dovetail into other downtown development um projects so start there and tell us what's going on in downtown Yorktown
1: yeah it's really great um you know as I've said I've been here for the last 12 I've actually been here for the last 16-ish years Uh, I served as deputy town manager and when I came in as deputy town manager, we were going through some significant annexation processes with neighborhoods. Uh, our school has always led the way as far as um, being a place that people wanted to have their kids educate, and so we were seeing that residential growth, which makes us, you know, one of those great suburban communities. And uh, and I don't say that just because my wife teaches there, but but I I would be wrong in saying that she's part of uh, you know part of making our community great along with with all of the the educators and staff members there but as we talk about the downtown stuff you know in 2010-11 we went through a consolidation where we consolidated with mount pleasant township and we became this larger community and we and that ultimately uh ended up where we had two new council member positions so we increased from five to seven and we and we ultimately got new council members in that time frame and they really wanted to focus on downtown and as as you mentioned you know driving through it uh we were starting to see what a lot of small downtowns were seeing and that was just the the degeneration of, of the buildings the housing stock and we weren't getting entrepreneurs to come in and look at it because it's not bright and shiny like some of those other um I I, I mean I'll just throw them out the donut metropolitan communities um where everybody wants to be because they they've got this massive explosion of, of population and so while we've gotten it well we've had that steady growth of population we we haven't had that and so 2012 uh we brought in the the IAC downtown series um and and as you and I were talking just a, a bit earlier there there's not a lot of us that even remember you know having that program in place but we went we went through some community visioning at that time uh to the point of where uh kind of brought people in we all sat in the Methodist church we talked about what we'd like to see we did one-on-one interviews with with uh uh, business owners downtown, and and residents, and and everything else, and then that that even forced uh, us in again in 2015 to where we did some additional visioning, and and our Redevelopment Commission really got engaged at that point and started talking about it, and and because we were seeing that growth, we we knew that we needed uh, a new town hall, uh, and so the council was looking and and you know we're going through all of these things at the same time and 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 ultimately at the end of the day the council really said hey you know we want to be part of the solution that makes downtown better and we've got to figure out how you know if we're bringing people in how we're going to do that and how we're part of the solution and part of that was we needed more space for the police department we needed more space in our town hall meetings because some of the decisions that we ended up making weren't always popular and ultimately got Uh, lots of people to come to council meetings, which was, is not something that you see at every, every every council meeting in, in a small town. And so the, you know, uh, with, with, uh, and and I'll blame the mayor of Muncie and this isn't the right way to do it, but, but because, um, because they control the majority of the population in the, in the county they get to vote on the low it and have all of that control and they voted in a public safety increase and we opted to use that public safety increase to. To improve our facilities for our police department include the town halls part of that, and so we built this downtown. There we built this town hall and what we really wanted to expand our downtown into and so we've been in here since November of 2019 off and on. Um, and you know it's been a great space the community i think overall really appreciates it we try to allow outside groups to use it when the time the time comes and and then um i think and we're going to talk a little bit about that development but i think what it showed developers and and specifically rebar was hey, we're committed to putting dollars in and revitalizing our downtown. We, you know, if we're willing to put those dollars in, are you willing to come and be a part of it? And so, um, you know, utilizing TIF tools and edit money and and finding partnerships within the county, and, and, and it's taken all of those, um, we were able to do that. And then we spent about $12 million in additional, uh, municipal improvements in streetscapes and municipal improvements in a in a small park Um, and and then you know the payoff has been is we've now got a a a building that's a three-story multi-use building that's full with residential tenants filling up with business tenants and and we're starting to see a little bit of that resurgence in our community and it's and it's exciting uh it's exciting we all love pizza king but we all want more options than Pizza King. So, uh, and, and that's everybody in every little small town, you know, that I drive into day in and day out. They, yeah. um, You know, they, they all have their restaurant, uh, you know, and whether it's Pizza King or it's the small cafe or it's whatever else, but they're like, sometimes it'd be nice just to have something else that we didn't have to drive for. And so we're starting to see those, those uh, investments in ourselves pay off by private development following that public money. And and so that's something that we obviously talk about on a regular basis.
0: Yeah. and, And, you know, you mentioned those things that people don't want to have to drive to, right? They want those amenities right there. And that's a great segue into parks and recreation. So I know that your council has been really intentional about parks and recreation, um, as a driver, you know, as an, as a driver for population growth and, you know, regional tourism and whatnot, maybe talk about some of that parks infrastructure and programming sort of as that economic driver and quality of place driver.
1: Yeah. So, so this is one of those places where I'll blame aim, um, and 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 blame them in a really positive way you know i i've been really lucky over my 16 years here in Yorktown to work with great council members who have seen that large picture and so i remember um shortly in the 2012 13 14 time frame after that new council came on aim had um, they had peter kagiyama come in and and um, one of my favorite I, I've got a number of favorite Peter Kagyama quotes but one of my favorite ones that I remember about is um, it, it is um, you know not everything that a government does should be painted battleship gray and and you know what he's really trying to say is is sometimes it's okay to 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 provide some color and to do some things that add to that quality of life and so when we we talk about parks, we talk about quality of life. And whether it is a park or it is something that is associated with parks, uh it, it is there. And I apologize for my phone going off in the middle of this. Oh. So, but but the the real the real key of quality of life for all of this is that we want people to love where they live. And that's something that that Kagiyama talks about on a regular place. And 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 he doesn't. I think he's visionary, but he doesn't come up with that on his own. He's had mentors that have talked about it. And if you kind of read through his books and and think about it, he he talks about engaging the, the citizenry. And so whether that's our park spaces or it's trails, which are honestly linear parks, or it is programming in our parks, or a sports park that has programming and organized activity and all of these things that we've done that we've been lucky enough to be that I've been able to be a part of um, really enhance quality of life and so now now parents don't have to take their kids somewhere to play baseball or soccer or volleyball which is huge in Delaware County and we're lucky to to have those amenities here or we've got Maros Meadow which is a home to the farmers market which has really blossomed in the last couple of years and people are coming out and they've got they've got live entertainment and they've got you know, food trucks and everything else. or into this new civic green space that's, you know, part of that downtown development, um, where we do a number of things. We, we've got arts in the parks on Monday for kids where um, we bring we bring a, a, one of our local businesses. Uh, she's got a business called Happy Accidents. She's an art studio. She comes over and, and provides art activities for kids. Um, from eleven to noon, and then on Tuesdays we've got a, a, a yogi that comes in and teaches yoga to and, and it's bigs and littles yoga, and and so it's for for parents, grandparents, or or um, kids during the summer that they can do. Or on Thursdays we've created a partnership with Science Central out of Fort Wayne, where they come down and they do a, a thirty five to forty five minute science program um, for these kids, and and and. You think about that, and, and and we're activating those spaces, and that's providing quality of life, and it does something else, right? So if if we're doing those things at eleven, and at noon when they're done, maybe they're going to go to that restaurant, maybe they're going to Pizza King, maybe they're going to the cafe, maybe they're going to the, to um, in our case El Pablano Ranchero, the the Mexican place. They're having Food there, so we're we're inviting activity into our downtown, and again, that's that that public investment is leading the way. But it is also focusing on quality of life that that you don't have to you don't have to go to Fort Wayne every every Thursday to get some science that we're bringing it to you, or you don't have to enroll and and you know and thankfully we've had local sponsors step up and pay for a number or help pay for a number of these programs. And then even on Friday nights um, throughout the summer, we we've also started doing a concert series in downtown, and so it's free to the public. And, and you know, so while we've got that kid based, we you know we often talked when we were designing this space that it should be multi generational, so it should attract kids. We've got a splash pad, but it should also attract their moms and their dads and their grandparents, who we want to keep around because they want to see their kids play in school, but. You know whether it's in a play or athletics or in a band contest or whatever else but let's give them something to do in our downtown so that they don't have to go somewhere else to do those and so it has been a focus on quality of life how do we get there and and what kinds of things can we provide that are going to do those
0: sure sure and you know this has been going on for a long time at yorktown this emphasis on quality of place i mean back in 2016 um, you won an award through ICMA for your trails network, but you didn't stop there, right? So you already had made that investment. You were being recognized for that investment, but saw that there was a lot of potential here to improve the quality of life for your citizens through trails. Um, can you talk specifically about that?
1: Yeah, so, so you know, trails are near and dear to, to my heart for a number of reasons and and it probably, And it's funny because I'll call it low hanging fruit, although it's it's not inexpensive, low hanging fruit. Um, But when the new council came on and we were talking about trails, one of the things that they saw was people out exercising on those trails. And and by exercising, they're out doing a walk. They're out riding their bike they're They're doing it and trails and sidewalks to us because we are a suburban community with a number of, of different residents. You know, they 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 form a number of things. You know, um, they they form neighborhoods. They form, uh, you know, neighbors uh, in the essence that I can now walk and be and be in another neighborhood and and do everything. But but then the council saw how important that was to our community. They were they they got really supportive, and that's where they really thought about that quality of place and how can we make it better for for our community? What can we do? And so as I mentioned, you know, I've run five full marathons, I've run a number of half marathons, I've run I even more 10Ks and 5Ks. Um, and I've trained for almost all of them on our trail system because it's safe. Um, because I know how to get to one of my friend's house who's also training with me, and I can get to 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 his house safely and and can be part of it. And in fact, um one of our festivals is almost based around that four mile run that we do on the 4th of July. You know, we we call it four for the fourth and it's morphed into more than that. But, but we were lucky. And, and so some of those friends that I've talked about that I've trained with, we, we were like trails are important to us. How do we get the public to engage and continue to show that public support, but also help fund it? And so, you know, 2011, we put on our first four for the fourth. It had, um, I think we had 300 and some odd registered and, and, and then, you know, it grew. And in 2019, we were able to have somewhere in the neighborhood of 1300 registered, 1100 finished. We were able to raise $50,000 that we donated back to the city so that they could build more trails. And and listen, I know as a town manager, because I see the bids when we do trail extension projects that $50,000 doesn't go very far, that when when that group would send out the, the survey, the satisfaction survey at the end of it, and we'd ask, well, why specifically did you come and do this event? It's a family event and it supports trails in our community. People recognized how important it was. And they loved being with their neighbors on the 4th of July. Hey, we're gonna go out and we're gonna walk four miles. We're gonna go out and we're gonna run four miles. And there's a few people that run four miles really quick. They can be done in 20 minutes, but for the rest of us, if we're out for just a nice stroll, it's going to take you an hour. So how great is it that an, for an hour in the morning on the Fourth of July, and it's honestly probably two and a half hours by the time you come down and you get your bib and you're getting your water and you're you're seeing Fred who you haven't seen for a while or Jane or whoever it is and you're you're chatting and and doing all those things, but that's building that's that's building community. I mean, it, how great is it that you're building community and you're doing it with a purpose that's going to make your community better? Um, so, you know, the council, when we started, we being that small organization of folks started showing the council those results. Don't get me wrong. They like the money. Again, as a town manager, never saw, you know, I always hear the, the quote, a the mayor's never seen a dollar he didn't want to spend. Well, as a town manager, I I I can feel somewhat similar to that. So it's always nice to have those extra dollars, but how nice is it that when a, a majority of your community is supportive of those things and they're coming out and actively showing you how how, how much they want to be involved, that that you're getting that. And it, it's just, right. it, you know, it it's one of our, our happy stories, if you will.
0: Sure, you just can't put a price on that sense of community, right? And that's a lot, I mean, just going back to what you said about Peter Kagiyama. That really is a lot of his message is building that sense of community that sense of pride and it sounds like you're that's what's happening when the community is investing in the trail system it's just fostering that sense of community and pride and in, in those amenities and it causes them to use them more and bring their friends and, and encourage other people to visit and move to Yorktown it's just a, a wonderful snowball effect and I love that it really stuck with you and was a real driver in your vision for the community. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I, I mean, and, and and I, you know, I say for me, it really did stick with me. And I, and we, we as a whole in our council and and um, just marketing in general, we often go back and refer to Kagiama. But I will say, you know, it it's important. And you know, I was lucky enough to have. Five or six council members go and see Peter kagiyama and hear that messaging and hear it not just from me but hear it from somebody. And and uh, you know I I remember you know the other um, the other one is a video of him and his partner and they're in Alaska and and he shows the video and she's writing some kind of um, uh, circular device in ice and right but she's just laughing and. Uh, and, and so that's what we often talk about when we're talking about downtown now is we want to hear kids laughing and how important, again, can you be safe in a safe place where laughing is encouraged and and, and those are the things that they do. So, you know, the council, the council latching on that and continuing to push through and and, you know, and aim helping to make sure that we foster those kinds of discussions on a regular basis continues to help. Yeah, that's
0: great. Well, let's talk about other groups like AIM. So you are also involved in the IMMA, which is the Indiana Municipal Management Association. The other, which I referenced, ICMA, International City and Town Managers Association. So why is that involvement important to you? And why do you encourage your fellow managers to be involved in the same groups?
1: Sure. I I mean, so I'll just put out the first one. it's networking right when um when, when i need to commiserate about something negative traditionally um, it's always nice that i know that i have somebody there that's that that understands and is talking the same language and and so you really get that inside of indiana by being part of the indiana municipal managers town managers um you know Sometimes we're the redheaded stepchildren. We don't have mayors that are, that are, you know, working as diligently because we're not, we're apolitical, we're, we're, we're trying to stay out of the politics, but trying to, to do the best for our community. So, so, you know, sometimes you're feeling that stress and then you, you go to the, the international city managers, town managers association um, and, 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 again, networking's there, and, and I, I'll relate it back to a story. So I was um, I was in Montreal for the International City Managers Association meeting a number of years ago, and we're at a lunch break and um, gone through a number of classes. And and I'm sitting down at lunch, and I just happened to sit down at a table with the 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 city manager of Beverly Hills, California. and. Yeah, this gentleman um, had been there for a few years and he'd been around the block for a few years, kind of like I'm starting to show my way around the block in the state of Indiana um, by being here for a few years. And and so we got to talking, and he goes, he goes, so, you know, we're not that different. And I just kind of chuckled <laughs> and I said, well, I, I don't know how you see that. And he goes, no, look, I still deal with water main breaks. The difference is, is when my water main breaks, it floods the parking garage that has a Bentley in it, and you've got Ford pickups that are going to drive through it because they think it's fun. So it's, you know, so so I, I honestly, I mean, it that story again sticks with me, you know, one of those things. But it, but he's right, right? I mean, we all deal with the infrastructure issues. We all deal with the the apolitical issues of 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 politics and trying to stay out of it yet still driving our communities forward but that networking is there and so both of those groups lean on education we want to make sure that we're you know we're educating people we're giving them a good place to to get education to help them do their job, to learn about whether it's AIM teaching us about the legislation that's currently going through, or we're talking about something as simple as risk management in our community. And we have professionals coming in and saying, you know, are you thinking about how this affects your risk management or how this does whatever else? So, educational opportunities, networking opportunities, understanding that you're not alone in the problems that you're going through. And, and, you know, I, I know, um, again, I've been around this block for a number of years here in Indiana and, and throughout my profession that I'm starting to become one of those longest tenured positions yeah. in the state. And, and now I get the phone calls, people are like, Hey, we want to come up and talk and, and, and all right, let's, you know, let's do it. You know, I looked for those mentors when I was young, and I hope that they're finding mentors. That the young folks are finding the mentors now, and and then you know, if if we're those of us that have been around for a while are having problems, we know we can count on each other. And so that is the the great thing about belonging to 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 IMMA, ICMA, AIM, um, any of those you know kind of networks that that can help. And so um yeah i i would fully encourage any of our town managers to be a part of that and to you know and then not be afraid to reach out Boy, i you know i i remember talking with with the tom de julio's and and um the gary huffs who who you know both have now retired and and uh and tanya galbraith mm-hmm. who who just recently retired i mean she and i uh we would share car rides to to aim events together so we could You know chat and 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 try and you know either talk each other off a ledge or um or or get into a position where we were uh where we were just kind of bouncing those ideas off of somebody else before we before we take something either public or to one of our council members they might go hey look did you think about this or something else
0: Right. You know, you can't, I've said this often, it's a profession in local government where you just don't have a lot of peers, right? You just, you can't go to the coffee shop in your town and find someone that does what you do, that knows what you're going through. And so having that place where you can commiserate and learn from each other's successes and, and, and challenges, um, it really is invaluable. So that's, that's good insight. Um, Pete, I think we'll have to leave it right there. Um, thanks for being on the podcast. Um, always appreciate uh, your help with AIM with our educational events. Um, so I think, yeah, you mentioned your tenure. You've gone from participating in our education events to helping us lead those education events and certainly appreciate your time.
1: Well, I, I appreciate it and I appreciate you know the efforts that you all put in it. Um I, you know it's aim as an organization has continued to evolve and I'm I'm proud to say that I've been a part of that and and you know as you and I were joking about knowing each other for a long time. Really a long time. Was, I'm like, man, when did we get old? And, I know. and, and seasoned. And, we're seasoned and, veterans. Seasoned Let's veterans. And while that's good, I'm <laughs> I'm starting to think, man, I I don't like being in that position.
0: (laughs) It pays off for uh, your peers and for our members. And of course, we appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You bet. We'll talk soon. The Same Hometown Innovations podcast was sponsored by Indiana American Water.